Now, on the political front, it is kind of a miraculous thing we see kind of happening, which is I, we just had Mike McCall, who's clashed with the administration, the Biden administration before, chairman of House Foreign Affairs, has, th has threatened to hold Tony Blinken in contempt, complimenting Tony Blinken and the administration for being there and being on the ground to stand with Israel. Who is not doing that is the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. And I want to play for everyone what he said yesterday, because we've also just received a response from the Biden White House. Listen to this. I'll never forget that Bibi Netanyahu let us down. That was a very terrible thing. I will say that. When I see uh, sometimes uh, the intelligence, you talk about the intelligence, or you talk about some of the things that went wrong over the last week, uh, they've got to straighten it out because they're fighting potentially a very big force. And they said, gee, I hope Hezbollah doesn't attack from the north because that's the most vulnerable spot. I said, wait a minute. You know, Hezbollah is very smart. They're all very smart. The press doesn't like when they say it. But... Very smart. From the White House, the White House just put this out. A spokesperson on these, on these statements says, we don't comment on 2024. Statements like this are dangerous and unhinged. It's completely lost on us. Why any American would ever praise an Iran-backed terrorist organization as smart or have any objection to the United States warning terrorists not to attack Israel, especially now as Israel is fighting back against one of the worst acts of mass murder in the country's history. You know, there used to be an idea that was elevated by Republicans uh, that partisanship ought to end at the water's edge. That's particularly true in a time of crisis like this with an ally. The fact that Donald Trump didn't have the decency uh, to try to unite the nation, but his instinctively instinct is always to divide and make it about himself mm. and then to praise the terrorists who are murdering children as very smart. You know, it reminds me of language he used after Tiananmen Square, where he praised the Chinese uh, government at that time for being tough and smart. Mm. He seems to praise violent actions by so-called strong men or groups. And that's part of that. It's this instinct to make it all about himself not thinking about others, let alone thinking about uniting the nation or the world with our allies at this time. Can I just quickly ask you about yeah. that thing? We just saw Anthony Blinken in a remarkable, unprecedented gathering of Israelis hugging him, crying in his yeah. arms. He's a secretary of state. He is with the Biden administration. Do you see this as Donald Trump trying to find his role to get the attention he so craves as opposed to trying to govern? That's, to show. That, that's the instinct. He's got to insert himself. The, the ajita he feels when it's not all about him, even in the midst of a terrorist attack, trying to insert himself in the middle of this. The inability to rise above and unite. Yeah, I don't think it's about anything more than his ego and his, his instinct to praise uh, strong men, uh, no matter how ugly that is. This is not hard to unite right now. Anna, and yet it's impossible. Is it as simple, Anna, as maybe... Go ahead. This because... For me, Donald Trump is who he is, right? We know who he is. He is an incoherent narcissist who makes everything about himself. But for me, the problem really is people like Senator Tim Scott, who talked about Joe Biden having, having blood on his hands. People like Ronna McDaniel, the head of the RNC, who said this was a great opportunity for Republican candidates. That is irresponsible. You see, Americans here have to talk with one voice. There is one culpable for this. There is one group of people with blood on their hands, and it is Hamas. 
And whether you are pro-Palestinian or whether you are pro-Israeli or whether you are pro-both, you have to be against Hamas. And that is where our focus as Americans and certainly the members of our government and those who have platforms and our leaders should be directing their fire and directing their works. And the contrast, again, could not be started. At a time when you see billboards thanking America and thanking Joe Biden, at a time when you see Israelis gathering around our Secretary of State, hugging him, and they are hugging him as an extension of America. You see here in America, people trying to blame Americans for what just happened in Israel. Come on, folks, come on. Stop this stupidity, stop the insanity, stop the partisan shots. It's, we have to unite at a time like this. Former U.S. President Donald Trump is criticizing Benjamin Netanyahu and Israeli intelligence. Trump, speaking to supporters in Florida, recalled an incident involving Israel's role in a 2020 U.S. drone strike. He said Prime Minister Netanyahu pulled out of the plan to kill Iran's top security and intelligence commander. When I see uh, sometimes uh, the intelligence, you talk about the intelligence or you talk about some of the things that went wrong over the last week, uh, they've got to straighten it out because they're fighting potentially a very big force. I did have a bad experience with Israel, though. When we took out Soleimani, it was us and Israel working as a group. And the night before it happened, I got a call that Israel will not be participating in this attack. I'll never forget that Bibi Netanyahu let us down. That was a very terrible thing. I will say that. All right, Olivier Knox, the author of the Washington Post Daily 202, and of course, the national political correspondent, is back with us on this. Um, so, Olivier, uh, the stakes are very high, uh, of course, with this story, uh, but the reality is quite uh, par for the course when it comes to Donald Trump. Yeah, it really is. I mean, we start. We have to start by saying, who knows if what he said is true, even. Um, but you yes, know, we're trying to figure uh, that out as you and I speak. So we, that's an important caveat. I'm glad you raised it. Yeah, but you know, we've watched. Um, we've watched the Israeli response to the Biden administration's support over the last few days. Um, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu has has just repeatedly praised the Biden administration. You saw the show of solidarity today with the Secretary of State, Tony Blinken. It's not super hard to figure out why Donald Trump might be angry at Bibi Netanyahu now, and I don't think it has a lot to do uh, with a years-old raid um, against, uh, airstrike, I should say, against uh, a top uh, Iranian general. Um, it, it's, it, it is par for the course in another way, which is, of course, that uh, he has historically said a lot of nice things about a lot of bad people. He's praised Kim Jong-un. He's praised the Chinese response, the Chinese crackdown to Tiananmen yeah. Square. Um, he's praised Vladimir Putin. This is, this is as you say, it's, it's, it's very par for the course, but I don't think we should look away from this. No, I, I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you put it that way. I agree. Um, and I'm sure that there are people that we're missing. I want to bring in the rest of our political panel here now. Joining us is Brian Fallon. He is the co-founder of Demand Justice and the former press secretary for Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign. And we also have Sarah Matthews, the former deputy press secretary with the Trump administration. Um, so, Sarah, before I, get to the, before I get to the White House response and, and talk to Brian about it, I'd just like to kind of give you a chance uh, to respond to what the former president said here about uh, this raid. I mean, do you have any knowledge of what did or didn't happen that you're able to share with us in terms of determining the veracity of what he has to say? Um, and if not, and perhaps it's classified, so uh, I, I, perhaps I'm assuming that if not, 
Um, I, I'm just curious, uh, kind of your uh, take on what his motivations might be in saying this now. I wasn't at the White House when this raid happened, and so I can't really speak to um, that and his thinking on that uh, specific thing. But I think something that is really important to note is that it was reported in 2021 that Donald Trump was very unhappy with Netanyahu because Netanyahu was one of the first people to congratulate President Biden on his win in the November election. And so I think that that is actually what is uh, most significant and driving Trump's uh, beef with Netanyahu and why he made those remarks. He might say it has something to do with that Soleimani strike and that could be um, part of it. But I do think that it's actually that he was upset that uh, Netanyahu acknowledged that Biden won the election fair and square. And so that seems to be the driving force here. But it is really disgusting, these remarks that I think he made where he's uh, you know, the former president is praising Hezbollah. And I think uh, a lot of Republicans who have been critical of Congresswoman Tlaib for refusing to denounce Hamas should be equally upset then with the former president for praising Hezbollah and making these remarks at a time when we need to show solidarity with Israel and show unwavering support.